Hello, and welcome to our first official episode of Chatty Moms. Uh, It's Brooke. And I'm Felicia. And we're going to be talking about um, Felicia's first birth with little Douglas. Um, And that's going to be our first episode. It's super exciting because this birth was actually not during a pandemic. And (laughs) I was actually able to be there and it was something special that's for sure yeah I always knew I wanted Brooke to be part of my first labor because we're so close and just I knew it would be a funny moment and and me and (laughs) Doug Felicia's husband are actually like super close (laughs) we're pretty yeah we're super close and we're both like we just like play off each other and it's normally a really funny time when we're together yeah yeah so Douglas was born February 2nd, 2019. So this is pretty much exactly two years ago. He just had his second birthday last month. So we're just going to kind of run through what happened with his birth story. We're not going to get too much into the pregnancies this episode, but we will get into those later on. Um, But basically, I got induced at 39 weeks pregnant just because I had some high blood pressure issues. Um, So we went in on a Thursday night. It was January 31st. Um, we went in just basically to see what was going on. So I was not dilated, not thinned out at all. I was basically starting from zero. So with that, the doctor that I had at the time, so they started me out with a round of gel. So this gel is supposed to help soften things up, maybe get some cramping starting. It's kind of different with everybody. Some people start cramping really bad right away and some people it just does nothing. So I basically got that done at 6 p.m. And this is also when Brooke was driving up from Moncton. Oh, yeah. This is a Thursday night. So yeah. I was actually at work taking clients. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't really that nice out. It was kind of like a sort of a stormy night, but not really. But on my way up to Fredericton, oh, my God, like everything was stopping me from getting there. There was like a mini snowstorm in the middle of the highway there was a moose crossing the highway and there was like 40 deer i'm like (laughs) anyways i remember getting there and i told felicia i was like my god well thank god i made it (laughs) jeez yeah so doug and i were in the hospital they gave the gel and they just kind of monitor you for an hour to make sure that the baby doesn't well freak out from it and then they just discharge you so that was the plan for me and they said to come back in tomorrow morning at 8 a.m so doug and i went home brooke was there we just hung out that night went to bed And then I slept till about 4 a.m., but then I was just a ball of nerves, really, so. (laughs) I slept great, honestly, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I had to wake her up. (laughs) So now we're Friday, February 1st, so we go back into the hospital for about 8 a.m. I dilated a little bit. I think they just kind of gave me one centimeter so that I wasn't discouraged, but I just had a little bit of cramping that night, but nothing crazy. So they gave me another round of gel. And again, we got monitored and then now they told us that we were waiting six hours in between gels. So we went home, we went and stopped and got some uh, breakfast and then we just kind of hung out. Again, nothing really was going on. We were just Basically just like a waiting game at this point. Just like seeing if things were getting worse. Every time Felicia would breathe, (laughs) we would probably jump on her and be like, oh my God, what was that? (laughs) So now six hours later, we go back to the hospital. Now I'm definitely about one to two centimeters and I started thinning out. So things were starting to progress. Um, So this was about um, 1 a.m., 1 a.m., 1 (laughs) p.m. 
So while Felicia's at the hospital, just like hanging out and waiting, me and Doug are also at the hospital taking selfies. <laughs> we'll definitely post a few of those on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then after this one, we went to um, the mall for dinner and we just kind of walked around a little bit. Um, my cramping was definitely picking up. I could kind of start timing some contractions, like they were nothing major, but we ate, we walked around, then I kind of started needing to stop walking to kind of just breathe through the contractions. Yeah. Felicia also had the fantastic idea of eating New York <laughs> fries. Like, honest to God, who's like, mm, I'm in contractions, let's have some New York fries. <laughs> Oh, my God. I just thought I was craving. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the contractions really started at 5.30. Um, so, we went back home. So, hospital's in Fredericton, and then we live in Ormocto. So, it's only about a 15-minute drive. So, got home. I went in, took a bath, kind of needing to just relax a little bit. <laughs> started helping a little bit, but then I went to the bath, uh, the bedroom, and I was just kind of silent for a while. <laughs> and Okay, so me and Doug, okay, are outside in the living room watching stand-up comedy. And we're, the whole day. Yeah, the whole day. <laughs> we're laughing our ass off, and then we're like, oh, well, where's Felicia? <laughs> we haven't seen her in a little bit. Anyway, so Doug walks in the bedroom. Felicia's just on the bed crying, <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, are you okay? Here we are, laughing our asses off at stand-up comedy. Uh, Felicia's in the bedroom with no support. Yeah, oh my god on my own but that's also how I am like later on in the birth you'll see like I just just kind of stuck to myself but <laughs> anyway so this is probably about 6 30 now by 7 p.m I was like okay like we got to get to the hospital the next time we had to go in was for 8 p.m so I was like I'm not waiting an hour we're going now and then Felicia's feeling like nauseous at this point so I'm really not good with puke like I just <laughs> hate puking i hate other people puking so when she was like oh maybe we should bring a bucket in case i puke listen okay i was not about <laughs> she was that more life. nervous than i was yeah i was honest to god like oh my god is puking gonna be involved in this experience <laughs> i cannot be here <laughs> so we get to the hospital about seven thirty. at this point they check me so i'm about two centimeters now i'm about halfway thinned out and the doctor admitted me and thank god because i was not leaving that hospital my contractions were like three minutes apart they were intense they were I was, basically, I was not leaving. So they gave me another round of gels just to keep things going. I asked them for some morphine, and they gave me some gravel because I had some nausea. Morphine maybe took the edge off a little bit, but it was definitely... <laughs> Not doing its thing. No, yeah, because they gave you, like, a decent... Like, they gave you a few rounds of morphine. I remember you were... After, yeah, like, they after have to wait a little bit in yeah. between. Well, after so. you would get them, I would always ask, like, oh, are you feeling any better? <laughs> Daggers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Yeah, so now it's about midnight, so February 2nd. Um, at the Fredericton Hospital, they have a Whirlpool tub that I was able to use. So this is pre-pandemic, so it was nice. We could kind of use anything we wanted, so... Yeah, so you guys went and yeah. used the Whirlpool, and I took a nice nap. Yeah, Doug was pretty jealous, actually, because he loves bathtubs, and <laughs> I was in this nice, huge, jetted tub, just yeah, breathing relaxing. through contractions, basically. <laughs> and so I was taking a nice nap. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in there for about an hour, we went back to the room, got another round of morphine, then this is when I threw up. 
Mm. So this was a good time. This is a good story because, so Doug is on his phone playing some sort of game and I'm awake at this point. And I remember Felicia had originally asked for um, like a barf bag, just like, you know, for comfort to have around. Precautions. <laughs> anyways, and anytime she would move, like I would like look up, make sure she was okay. But anyways, at this point, I see her like prop herself up and grab the bag <laughs> and I knew what was about to happen. So I immediately plug my ears and shut my eyes and she throws up and like I violently yeah too. violet and like a violent new york fries putin throw up okay guys like this was bad anyways i remember opening my eyes and looking at doug and he looked at me like i betrayed him so hard because he's not a huge throw up fan either but here i am plugging my ears because i know what i'm about to hear <laughs> doug whoo, like looks up so fast and he's like oh shit she's throwing up and i was like well it ain't my wife you go like oh. what do you guys like ran out to get a nurse oh, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, we yeah. pushed that panic button. And yeah. you're like, guys, I just threw up. It's but fine. I felt so great afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you felt so much better. That's yeah. true. So the nurse came in and then, um, so she checked me now. And so this was about 2 a.m. And I was actually five centimeters dilated and fully thinned out. So I was like, um, okay, let's get this epidural going. Like, because any epidural you need takes about an hour and this is like 2 a.m god knows what the anesthesiologists are doing so you kind of gotta ask for it early so i asked for um some extra drugs so they gave me some fentanyl just to kind of hold me over because i knew it would probably take an hour and yeah but at this point like it was kind of a stressful because things were going super quickly and like felicia started like like grunting and like feeling the need to almost push yeah i was like deep moaning through these contractions i was yeah. on a, the birthing ball just like grabbing onto the bed yeah <laughs> and like close to like or maybe this was a little bit before i just remembered this so vividly but like felicia had <clears throat> probably like a bloody show had um came or whatever and she was sitting on the birthing ball and i remember she got up and there was blood on the ball and she goes oh Brooke, could you just like go and get a nurse and let them know i pushed on that goddamn button <laughs> honest to god 70 times oh, i was yeah. like where's a nurse was a nurse yeah, it was definitely before the epidural so yes. that probably happened yeah yeah but it was hilarious but yeah so the fentanyl yeah she it got um, me real drowsy. oh my god like i think they, they just, probably like, like maxed me out yeah at that one second and she yeah. looked like a heroin <laughs> addict and i'm sitting there like oh my god is this supposed to happen also all during this whole ordeal i have the nervous poops okay <laughs> so there's a, like a lone bathroom <laughs> there was like a lone bathroom like a few i don't know maybe a few steps away from felicia's um room and i swear that was brooke's bathroom that night like <laughs> i would leave the room every 20 minutes like oh i just gotta go pee try no. to go get some water <laughs> i had the nervous poops for her i was feeling it oh god so they gave me fentanyl um i was having still really painful contractions and then my water broke during a contraction because there was so much pressure and it was just like my body naturally wanted to push and the nurse kept telling me like don't push like we gotta wait so then once my water broke, they checked me and I was seven centimeters. So I went from five to seven centimeters in just the hour and the epidural still wasn't here. Oh. So a little bit after 3 p.m., finally got the epidural. It was not as scary as people make it out to be. Your pain, your contractions are so much worse than what a little prick is from a needle. Mm, so it was yeah. very minor. 
Yeah, there was only able to be, like, one support person in the room mm-hmm. at that point. So I went and sat out in the hall, and I remember... Yeah, you called mom at this yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, 3 a.m. I called yeah. mom, and I texted dad. Yeah. And um, I didn't really... Well, I knew mom was going to answer the phone, oh, yeah. because she's been... She was texting me all night, but... Yeah, I texted dad, and he answered. So, anyways, it was pretty exciting at that moment, because, like, we knew once Things the epidural... Were going. <laughs> yeah, like, once the epidural's in, it's like, you know, we ain't going back. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, this whole thing, we're not going back. Just shove them right back up there. <laughs> we don't got time for this. But... Yeah, so it took about half hour or so for the epidural to, like, fully kick in. I could still feel my legs, which was another cool thing. Like, in the movies, you're just, like, you think that you're fully numb. But it was just kind of, like, your stomach. And so, anyways, about 3.30 to 5 a.m., I got probably about an hour of sleep. But there was still Mm -hmm. so much pressure. And that was almost just as painful as some contractions. And it was, like, my body kept wanting to push. And, like, the nurse kept kind of looking at me, like, are you okay? And I'm like... Mm. I don't know. So about five o'clock in the morning, the nurse checked me and then I was fully dilated. So at (laughs) two hours after getting the epidural, it was like go time. She was like, oh, the head's right here. Like, let's time to have this baby. Oh my God. So (laughs) me and Doug are sitting there and she checks her. She's 10 centimeters and she's like, oh my God, are you guys ready to push? Me, myself, okay? (laughs) I was like, are we ready to push? Excuse me? First of all, where is my uh, hospital gown? Like, I had no idea as a support person, you're just wearing your normal clothes. And then I did very little research (laughs) into like coming to the hospital to like help with. Oh my God. The first thing I thought of was like, is this the outfit I want to be wearing while Douglas is born? Like, I, I was like, oh, I thought I was going to be getting, a, like, some scrubs, you know? <laughs> Anyways. And it was just, like, one nurse at this point in there. So we're yeah. like, really? Like, we just start pushing now? And, and like, then I, doctor? my rude ass, is like, um, shouldn't we wait for the doctor? And the nurse goes, no. I'm like, oh, my bad. You keep doing your thing. Yeah, so pushed for about 25 minutes with, um... 20, 20 minutes with the nurses and then the last five minutes or so the doctor came in um and then they were like the head kept pretty much was like right out there and then at this point it was like just a burning sensation and all I remember hearing from birth logs and everything is this thing called the ring of fire and basically when the baby's crowning and wow even with an epidural you can definitely feel that and Douglas had a large head coming out, so... <laughs> he was 99th percentile. Oh, yeah. He, like, he still has a large head, so uh, good for me, but... Yeah, so about 25 minutes of pushing, and then Douglas was born at 5.50 in the morning, but so... But listen, okay, when Douglas came out, <laughs> I will never forget this, yeah, and... Doug and Brooke also were like, we're not looking down there, we'll just stay up by, like, your head, oh, don't no, worry. Oh, no, we both <laughs> definitely looked. First of all, the nurses are going... Oh my god, like, look at this nice head of hair. Immediately, me yeah. and Doug are like, ooh. <laughs> Anyways, definitely did not bother me as much as, like, you ever, like, think. I don't know. People are always like, oh, it's a scary sight to see, but it really wasn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so when <laughs> Doug came out, that final push, oh my god, guys. There was a tsunami <laughs> who followed him, okay? So, like, the rest of the amni- amniotic fluid came out, and I swear to god... As the tsunami came, me and Doug look at each other. We will have the same bond for the rest of our lives because, oh, it was something to experience. We were like, what is happening? And I was just in pure shock. Like, did this, like, really happen? Like, people cry and people scream. I was crying And I'm just, like, pure shock. Like, could not believe 
Yeah. Like, that just happened, so. And right as that's happening, like, Felicia has me there as photographer yeah. <laughs> and support person, obviously. So I'm there trying to grab my phone, take some <laughs> pictures. I'm bawling. Oh, my God. What an experience. Yeah. Oh, it my was God. wild. So they got Douglas all cleaned up. He went to the NICU for about five minutes, but just basically to double check on his breathing, just because there was so much, like, fluid that kind of gets stuck in the lungs and stuff poor guy was drowning in the tsunami (laughs) and then he was right back and we did skin to skin for almost two hours because it was um, well at this point it was like 6 30 in the morning and it was kind of during a nurse shift change so it kind of worked out that we got so much time in the room yeah and at this point too um my mom and stepdad mitch our mom oh yeah (laughs) my mom she um showed up and she had texted me saying that they were there in the waiting room. So anyways, I had went out to um get her and I <laughs> I like immediately cried <laughs> as I seen her. Oh my god. And then um we brought them in to it was actually right into the delivery yeah. room. It wasn't even in the recovery room yet, but anyways, they they came in and mom seen Felicia and Douglas. Mom wanted to see Felicia immediately first. Like, that was her baby. She she wanted to be, I'm sure, in the room, too. But she knew how much I wanted Brooke. So it was nice she was able to come to the hospital because, well, you'll see from our next birth vlogs, but the COVID really... COVID really messed up a lot of things if you were having a baby in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) So after we did skin to skin, so the nurses had to do like some more final kind of checks on Douglas. So then they kind of like to get you up, especially after an epidural and kind of get a shower because there's just a lot of gross things happening. But once I got in the shower, there was a lot of blood and clots coming out. The nurse was like, oh, you'll have some bleeding. But, like, Doug and I looked at each other and we we're like, this can't be normal. So got a nurse to come back in and she's like, oh, yeah, we need to get you hooked up. And they were, like, pressing on your stomach. Like, they need to press on it to get things going. But this was, like... Listen, if you guys want to oh, know yeah. exactly what we're talking about, research fundal massage. Yeah. Okay? Like, it's not something that you expect that's going to happen if you've never researched, like... Yeah, it looks pretty painful. Yeah, <laughs> how births go. But, anyways, it nor- like it doesn't feel too bad, but um, <laughs> Felicia had a lot of blood. So, yeah. at this point, I'm holding Douglas. Like, it's my, you know, I was holding him for the first time. <laughs> and the nurse had came in and just told Felicia, okay, like, we're just going to do some checks and stuff. And I'm going to be pressing down on your <laughs> belly. At this point, um, I was, like, looking up because I was obviously curious <laughs> to see what was going on. Blood yeah. shot across the room like a freaking murder scene. Okay? I was just looking at Brooke and her face. Like, I'm oh. surprised she probably didn't pass out because she was God. not expecting this. <laughs> listen, no one would expect this crime scene, okay? <laughs> oh, my, listen, this whole birth story is just as true. Tra- I had this baby, okay? <laughs> Basically. Oh my God. Yeah, so they hooked me up, get the like clotting and bleeding under control. They called it a small hemorrhage, but everything went back to normal after. I felt great through the whole thing, so I was quite surprised. Um, but then now it's about 10 a.m. We went to the recovery room, so things were good. And then at this point, they wanted me to pee because there was a lot of fluids. But I just did not feel like I needed to. And she's like, okay. Like, the nurse came in. She's like, we'll do an ultrasound to check, like, your bladder, see if there's any, like, how much fluid's in there. There was almost a liter of pee in my bladder and I had zero urge to pee. And she was like, we need to get a catheter in like now. Like we do not need your bladder like bursting yeah. at this point. Well, it's point. just because of all that inflammation too. Like uh, your urethra would be so, yeah, yeah, it's just. Yeah, like 
parts were not where they were supposed to be in my, <laughs> oh my stomach. God. Like, oh, so anyways, they had to put a catheter in, like, no medication. Everything is swollen down there. Like, it was like, thank God I was like running on adrenaline high because it was not as painful as I thought it was in my head. But I was like bawling my eyes out because I'm like, why do I need another one? Like, I just want to pee on my own. But yeah. they got the catheter in. I could pee. It was all good. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, our mom and Mitch and then our stepsister Jamie also came up. And then we also had Doug's family there. Like, we had so many visitors that day. And then, like, Douglas was in and out because they were doing checks and stuff. But it was a pretty normal day. Um, we slept pretty great that night. Like, Douglas um, fed every four hours. We were very nervous changing diapers because what people don't tell you is those first diapers are just, like, black tar. And it Mm. is so sticky. You probably use, like, half a thing of wipes (laughs) because you're just, like, they're so fragile. And you're just like, I don't want to hurt you, but (laughs) you need to get this poop off. And it is so sticky. God, yeah. yeah. I had went. I had went back to Felicia's house and I slept like a baby. <laughs> yeah, it was the best sleep of my life. Also, it's crazy because that like Douglas Douglas's birth story, um, birth night, I guess, is my first all nighter ever. But what Doug would say is that Brooke had like the comfy chair in the room and that she just slept pretty much the whole time because I was just on like the birthing ball doing my own thing. Yeah, Doug, Doug was, was basically just making sure I wouldn't fall over because, like, I had fentanyl or morphine, like, just depending on what time of the night, and I was pretty drowsy, and Brooke was just hanging back. <laughs> yeah, I was having the time of my life, yeah. but yeah, I still consider that as my first all-nighter. Um, <laughs> listen, this girl needs her sleep, but no, it was definitely worth it, and it was ridiculous like it's crazy how much and like douglas is the first baby of our family yeah so like you just love him so much you know it's we were all so excited for just little babies are just the sweetest thing so yeah yeah so the next day we just had some more visitors our dad came um different great grandparents and aunts like like you guys had a lot lot of visitors visitors at the hospital yeah but it was nice and then we ate in between, um, and then about 4 p.m., we actually got discharged, so all the checks came back good. He had maybe a little bit of jaundice, but, I mean, that's normal for babies. He passed his hearing. Everything looked good. Um, yeah, Doug and I left. We <laughs> grabbed A&W on the way home, and then <laughs> we were just kind of like, wow, so they just let you walk out <laughs> with the baby, like, no wheelchair out. We just walked right out. I think there was a snowstorm, or a, at least a little bit of snow the night before, so we were driving home, like, going, like, way <laughs> under the speed limit. Like, I'm in the back seat with Douglas. Doug is driving, like, oh, my God, like, let's just get home in one piece. <laughs> oh, my God. Brooke is back in Moncton yes. at this point. But, oh, my gosh, yeah. We get home and we're just like, okay, like, what do we do now? <laughs> this is our baby? Yeah. We just, uh, this is ours? He, we keep him? And the house was so cold because during my pregnancy, I just ran so hot. It, the house was probably set to, like, 18. And, like, this is February. So, oh. super cold out. So, we get home having to, like, crank the heat. But, yeah, it was definitely a crazy experience. Oh it God. was... Pretty much like what I was hoping for, like being in, being with, getting an induction, you just never know where it can go. So it's nice that it just pretty much went smoothly. 
it really yeah, the girl like, worked which was a very big um plus yeah because a lot of people like you hear a lot of people saying that their epidural doesn't fully work or yeah. doesn't completely work so you do just kind of or it's like on one side of the body yeah and, oh, and like i honestly would say like that was very um success <laughs> very successful birth story because like me growing up and everything i was always so set on wanting a c-section like I don't know. That's just always been my life. I've always thought like, mm, you know, I just really like to have a C-section. I don't need to blow anything up down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after actually like being a part of Douglas's birth, it really changed um, my ideas and stuff. I was like, you know what? I can, I can definitely do this at some point in yeah, my life. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Anyways, it is actually so incredible watching somebody give birth and like how much respect you have for that person and how strong they look to you afterwards like it was Yay. yeah like <laughs> after felicia gave birth i was just like oh my god that's my sister <laughs> she did so good like i was just so amazed by how well everything went like it was really something incredible to be a part of and i'm so happy that you know i was able to be a part of it because mm-hmm. now with covid like god knows if anybody's ever going to be able to have yeah. more than one support person right so man yeah um yeah so that's pretty much the whole story we might have um more to add later on like an oh, instagram yeah. post or something we'll eventually do a q a actually once we finish recording all three of the birth stories so if there's anything that we missed or that you want to know from douglas's birth story we'll leave a picture up about that and you can comment at a later date yeah, for sure. Um, We are going to be talking so much more. Like, I feel like <clears throat> talking about birth stories, there's just so much more information you'd want to give about, like, your pregnancy and then postpartum. But those are going to be um some of our following videos as well, talking about how all of that stuff went. So definitely stay tuned to hear more about Felicia's pregnancy with Douglas and how Douglas was as a newborn yeah. and a little bean. <laughs> um, So, yeah, so our next video our next episode i guess is going to be about my birth story with mr levi um that was actually just six months ago um so little um pandemic little pandemic baby (laughs) birth yeah i guess i mean pregnancy i I, well i got pregnant before the pandemic so everything was normal and then things went to shit so (laughs) we'll talk all about that and um we'll explain um how some turn of events went a little you know twisty (laughs) and um things didn't turn out exactly how we thought they were going to turn out but honestly it went super great and you know it's a story of its own so yeah so definitely stay tuned for next week we'll release it on wednesday yes all right well chat soon bye